Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Yo. all around the world. I'm your boy, Steve. That's Dev. Hey, tonight is the Moxies, the first annual Command This Awards show 2023. We're bringing it in our all year long. All we heard was Moxie, 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 Moxie. So what did we do? We created our own moxie award peep 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 to the thumbnail command this the moxie so today we are giving out the moxies we got a whole bunch of crazy categories going on some make sense some are pretty straightforward some aren't so do what you want you know we like to appreciate those who are already in the chat our boy dudes red zone in the lab thank you thank you very much for joining chris mcdaniel you are in time, brother. And those who haven't done so, please go like and subscribe. My boy Deuce over at Red Zone in the Lab. Check out his YouTube channel uh, as we kick this thing off. So, hey, once again, here we go. So tonight, we're giving away awards. And how are we going to do that? Let's introduce the show. yeah a little bit of unorthodox for you um so yeah we had a lot of good awards to give away tonight we're not doing a standard intro this is episode 183 for us command this we're calling this the moxies so let's come out the gate swinging first award we're gonna call it f it terry down there somewhere somewhere award so the Effort Terry Down There Somewhere Award. This is an award. You know, all these awards, call them how you want to put it. You can award whoever you want to give it to. You can justify it. You can twist it. You can, you can, um, you know, put it in any bin you want to. So just because we, we classify it as one thing, you can classify it as something else. But the best Effort Terry Down There Somewhere Award, this one originated from Taylor Heineke having his eyes closed and just throwing these 50-50 balls all year long. And you know what? The receivers bailed him out multiple, multiple, multiple times. So the first award coming up will be the Effort Terry Down There Somewhere Award. And so what I want to know while we're giving our awards, I want you guys to put your awards in the chat. So for me, I'll start out and we'll not pass it to Dev. Uh, this award, the Effort Terry Down There Somewhere Award, is not to Terry McLaurin. To me, this is to Curtis Samuel. If you guys remember the Vikings game where, <laughs> where he threw into, uh, it was second and seven. We were at the, the Minnesota 49. He threw into triple coverage, triple coverage. And this is when the referee ran into Hunter Smith, um, um, the safety, um, Harrison right, Smith. And Curtis came up with it. That was yeah. a horrendous throw. But that dude just heaved it up, gave it all the moxie he could, and, and Curtis came down with it for the touchdown. So to me, I'm giving my nomination for the best effort Terry down there award goes to the Curtis Samuel Vikings triple coverage play. What do you have, Dev? Uh, what's the Carolina game this year? No. No, hold on. Not the Carolina game. I'm trying to think of the one I'm thinking of. I wrote them down. Sorry. Uh, bad phone here. Um, but there was a play. I know he threw it that it was to Terry to beat. It was the Colts. 
It was the Colts at the end of the, the game. He, he yeah, that's what I was thinking of. I knew it was the colors. The Colts <laughs> where he threw it up and uh, Terry caught the ball at the end of yes. the game, whenever. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been my uh, fuck it. Terry's up there somewhere. That's uh, the one. Moxie Award. There. That's correct. Yes, correct. Yes, he yeah. he did so. That was that was actually a good one. Um, Marcus Edlin joins. What's up, family? Marcus is the uh, the founder of Sports View 2 on Facebook. Please go check out his his uh his Facebook page. Deuce says, same play, the Curtis Samuel play, but the ref gets the award from me. That's kind of true. You know, we kind of could <laughs> the ref who hit Hunter, uh Harrison Smith. Because you know what? I think if the ref didn't hit Harrison Smith, that catch to Curtis Samuel would have happened. I mean, that's my personal belief, but that's that's correct. Chris McDaniel says that interception that Terry intercepted. Which play is that? I'm trying to remember that play. Is it the play where uh, the, the the Dallas game where he came down simultaneous with the receiver and he just kind of ripped it out of his hands? Is that what you're talking about, Chris? That's a good one too. See, that's the that's the, what I thought. The Colts game where he came down with two guys on him, right? That was Terry. Well, that one was also the he did it in the Cowboys game too. Uh, cash versus. He did do it in the Cowboys game as well. Man, they're just showing me all the every catch. I don't want to see every catch. I just want the last catch. Yeah. Uh, Anyways, that, I, 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 oh, Chris says Colts game. Yeah, Colts game. Yeah, Anyways, Colts game. I think that was the same play you were talking about, Dev. Yeah. So we're kind of stuck two and two with two for Curtis Samuel play and two for uh, Terry at the Colts game. So I'm not sure who we give the award to. Man, what's the name? Caught the ball. Terry McLaurin on the coach caught the ball on an all-pro cornerback <laughs> at the end of the that's game with 27 true. seconds left. That's true. That's, that's hard to. That's a hard one to overcome. Yeah, that's fair. So maybe maybe we should give give the award to Terry versus on that Colts game because you're right. That was the award. Well, is named fuck it. Terry's up there somewhere. It's got to go to Terry. You know what I'm saying? And the winner is. Terry McLaurin. We got budgets now. We got sponsorships and shit. We got sound effects. <laughs> we got sound effects. Terry McLaurin gets the fucking Terry down there somewhere award. Hey. Hey. Yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. There we go. I like to thank the Academy. <laughs> Chris makes a good point. There's so many contested catches. We can't figure out which one it is. You know why? Because it's Moxie, bro. It's Moxie. All right. Moxie. Category, we're calling it. What is Scott Turner doing? What the what is Scott? I'm gonna answer that now. I don't even have to look at my list. I know the answer. The answer is, is Scott, Scott Turner on third and one takes Brian Robinson out of the game and <laughs> proceeds to run on third on fourth and one. Was it fourth and one? Yes. It's fourth and one. Took Brian Robinson out of the game and ran Curtis Mar- Curtis Curtis Martin. Goddamn. Curtis. Samuels up the middle for no yards, and we lose the game. Basically, that's what he does. That's I what he what does. That is. is that Minnesota? So many games. I don't know which game. Now the he, one where he gave it to Curtis and took Brian Robinson out of the game, and then I ran recall Curtis up the he, middle. He also did it with Jonathan Williams. It was. It was. Yeah, but at least Jonathan Williams one. is a fucking running back. He handed it to a wide receiver, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I can't think of the game. I'm horrible at this, guys. I'm sorry. But I remember the game. Curtis Samuel up the middle for a loss. <laughs> so, okay, so you're going with Curtis Samuel in the middle instead of passing to a running back. I'm going with, I kind of underviewed it. I think it was at the, um, 
San Francisco game. It was at the end of the first quarter. Um, actually, it's it's an I'm giving it. You know what? I re retract that statement. I'm going an entire drive with a Scott Turner doing award uh-huh. at the end of the first quarter against San Francisco. I'm going to rattle off some things here. I have it on my phone, so excuse me for looking at my phone. But I'm going to I'm going to do this while I while I read this. At the end of the first quarter, we have the ball. Okay. And we get the ball with 520 to go in the first quarter on our own 15. So we drive down the field. First quarter ends. Going into the second quarter, we're still driving. Uh, we have a Taylor Conneke pass to Jahan Dotson for 11 yard. Bry Robinson run, Bry Robinson run, Gibby run. Taylor Heineke pass to Jahan Dotson for 25 yards. Bry Robinson run. And when we get down to the five-yard line with 11.43 left in the second quarter, this, listen to this sequence of plays, Dev. Brian On first and goal, Brian Robinson rushed to the right for no yards. Second and goal from the five. Brian Robinson rushed up the middle for four yards. Third and goal from the one. Brian Robinson rushed to the left for no gain. Fourth and goal on the one. Antonio Gibson rushed to the right for no gain. Like what? What sequence of plays that you went eighty-five yards and got stopped at the one? Be a damn professional football team and punch it in. Like seriously. So I, I picked the whole sequence of plays for for that one. It just it was so annoying. That one really irked me because I felt like we should have scored. We should have scored on that way. Deuce says the flea flicker from the opposing thirty-five. Was that which game was that? Was that in the San Francisco game? Nah. Somebody help me out here. Ah. Uh... I'm trying to remember. Was it the first Dallas game? Am I tripping? Deuce, when was that flea flicker game, bro? I'm trying I'm I'm really struggling to remember. I remember what about the, the, what the about what about uh Ryan whenever he whenever he went for two point conversion when we didn't need to go for a two point conversion? Well, I mean, this is the this is the Scott Turner. That's true. Well, maybe <laughs> it was Scott, Scott Turner, Turner did it though. Yeah, well, you never know. Scott Turner called and made the play, right? Well, the play true. design with Scott Turner. I mean, he 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 enabled Scott Turner or Scott Turner to call that play. So I don't know. Scott Turner gets some moxie for having Yo! Yeah. Welcome, welcome. Phil has joined us. Welcome, Phil. Traffic jams and walking boot be damned. Yes, here we go. Monty Montez, what's going on? Welcome to the award show, bro. We're giving away the we're giving away the moxies. The Moxies this year. We've already gone through the the best fuck it Terry down there somewhere award. Uh, Phil, we gave it to Curtis Samuel for the um, Colts. The Colts play would have been my choice. I think that's what you know we kind of all agreed on. And now we're on the what is Scott Turner doing award. Uh, Dev gave it where he gave Curtis Samuel the ball in fourth and one. I did a whole sequence of drives at the end of the first quarter of the San Francisco game where we get all the way down to the one yard line and just get stuffed four plays in a row and we don't punch it in. One of the reasons why we probably lost too. Uh, Chris McDaniel says three passes in a row from the two yard line on a possible game winning drive versus Tennessee. Yes, that's a good that's, sequence. That's mine, box. actually. Is it? <laughs> that is mine. It was either that or the the Curtis Samuel run on, on fourth down that Dev picked. Uh, those yeah. were the two that I immediately thought of. Um, so, so we're torn between two awards, fellas. So we either got to give it to I'm gonna, Curtis I'm gonna Samuel. Say we got to give it to Dev's, three, since three Dev's choice. Since Dev's choice was my number two for this, 
I mean, I, I think that puts it over the top. Okay. I went about I went about my worst selections all wrong, so I've been basically <laughs> just winging it. But you know what? You know what? The plan is there is no plan. Yeah. So the moxie for what is the Scott Turner Doing Award goes to Scott Turner handing the ball off to Curtis Samuel on fourth and one. You could have picked a numerous amount. Could've of left. You could have left sneaks. Robinson in. And snuck it with Curtis Samuel from the one, and it'd been a better play. Like you could have left Robinson in and gave sneaks. it to a receiver. I understand that one. Like, oh, you try to fool us. Well, you took the running back out and ran a receiver up the middle four yard. Yeah. I don't know, man. Hey, uh, hey, Rod, Rod, hey, Rod. How's it feel, man? You're still a Commanders fan, huh? You're gonna get all the Commanders are going to the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> all the shit that we have to worry about is coming to you, buddy. He's your passing game no coordinator. Quarterback, so. Well, at least like coordinator. we we know he wants to be a passing. He wants to pass the ball. So now the thing that's funny is that Derek Carr is probably out of there. But you know who's probably going to follow? Um, it's going to be Taylor Heineke, I baby. I don't think he's. I don't think he's going. I don't think a passing game coordinator will have that much pull. I don't think so, unless they're desperate for a. They like Jared Stidham. The guy that they trade McDaniel's is the Patriots guy. So he's so, not. The, he's not the OC. No, he's the passing game coordinator. What uh, does that mean? Mick, oh, I forget his name. He was the OC in the uh, He was a. Um, he's the offensive coordinator. Mick, I forget his last name, came from the Patriots to follow Josh McDaniel's. They also traded for Jared Stidham at the same time. So I think they're in on Stidham, and I don't know if Scott Turner has enough pull to get to get Taylor Heineke as a backup. I don't, I don't know. We will have to see. All right, next award. They leave Washington and then they ball out award. Uh, Trent Williams. Throughout, throughout the season, we've heard all kinds of people. If you're following on Facebook, if you follow, if you in the Redskins commander space on Twitter, if you're in spaces on Twitter, people are always talking about, oh man, I wish we didn't give away, you know, fill in the blank. He's balling out now. In reality, usually those people aren't balling out. They just might do something to make them stick out from time to time. But so we figured we came up with a, with a award called they leave Washington, then ball out award. So Dev already said Trent Williams. Trent Williams is also my nominee, but not because he didn't do. I mean, he actually is balling out since he left Washington. It's very rare. Players usually don't niggas. leave and ball out. Let's be honest. They don't. He punched a nigga at a playoff game. He did. Yeah. Like, hey. um, he punched a nigga in a playoff around. game. He, punched, he very, slapped one in ours. He slapped one of those. Of, uh, slapped the, Richard, the Richard Sherman play. Yeah. <laughs> you don't mess with the silverback. You don't lose in the playoffs. To, uh, playoff you don't beat Trent Williams in the playoffs and not no. leave unslapped. You know what I'm you saying? You do not. You know what's funny? Is that, I, hear, I love everybody who says Trent, Trent punched Richard Sherman and didn't knock him out. He's soft. He slapped him. He slapped him. Just like all the the new, I mean, although I've know. seen slap slap the Richard slap Sherman's a, Richard Sherman's a man himself. All right, yeah, he's out yeah, there. Yeah, he yeah, plays yeah, football. Yeah, he's not Sherman. afraid of contact. All right, Richard a lot Sherman's of people who say too. that would have been folded by that slap. Yeah, he had a helmet on though. He did, but still, the concussion from the the concussion from the slap of the helmet. I mean. Like it can it can rattle your brain inside that helmet. So it's right, yoga so fire said, with the slap said it or P. E. Honda. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I said Trent Williams. Trent Williams. Yes, uh, 
Brandon Sheriff made all pro too, didn't he? He did. That right. could have been a nomination as well. I didn't find him that impressive. But he, his PFF numbers were not we were, good. I don't. We were, I don't know if he made all pro or not. But we were blowing him up. We blew him up yesterday. Yeah, or not yesterday, but week one. We uh, Deuce says Eric Flowers. Oh, oh. wait a minute. Hey man, and, I don't feel bad because he didn't even get a job. Like you know, that tells you something. Which is. Makes you wonder what is Ron doing? Why, Cam why did we Cam not Reddish sign? Get a job and why Aaron didn't thirty one other Aaron teams Flowers. sign him? We're not the only ones who needed guards. He probably wanted too much money. I think it came down to money. He wanted. He wanted, he wanted money. Yeah, I, I had that feeling. Yeah. All right. The award for they leave Washington and ball out goes to Trent Williams, the silverback on the San Francisco 49ers. He should could still be we, in burgundy and gold. Could we, we messed have, that up? Could we have given it to a coach? You could have given it to anyone you want. You could have given it to a mascot. These awards are whatever you want them to be. Damn it. I could have gave, I could have gave so it you, to Shanahan. So you're saying when, when Major Tutty goes somewhere else, we're going to put him in the award? You sure can. 2024. Could have given it to Shanahan, man. <laughs> you could, which, which Shanahan? Kyle? Yeah. You, you know what? You coach actually could have. Coach of the that year. That would have been a good one. You said Eric Flowers had a season-long hangnail. <laughs> All right. The next award we're calling, well, the team tried. Take it however you want it. This is So we had many different things throughout the year that the team did. Starting, starting off 2-2-2-2, two, 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 rolling out as the commanders. We saw the hype. What is it? The hype? The Shoot, I don't even know what they're called. The hype squad, the command force. Command force. We saw the reduction of the marching band. We saw the launch of the field. We saw the launch of the new, the stuff in the stadium. We saw what else did we see? We yeah, saw a lot of that of was uniforms. Good. It, it was good. It was good. That's why it's called Well, the Team Tried Award. Uh, we we saw a multitude so, of things. I know so my I'm, answer already. No, hold on. It's Well, the Team Tried. I'm going first. Hold on. Let's let's face it. Is this this is a question I, I have for the for the academy here? Was it well the team tried or well the team tried and the fan base shit on anyway because that's what they do, brother. No, it's I, whatever I, you want to interpret. All right, my answer. I'm going to answer first. All right, Dev. Sean Taylor mascot or mannequin. That's what that's thereof. what mine was too. And and at the end of the day, I know it's not as big a deal as us fans made it because the family helped design it. They had a lot of input. I just think fans were expecting more, but at the end yeah, of the day, it's all about what the family wants, in, in my opinion. Yes, we all wanted something different, but it is what it is. So Dev and I are saying Sean Taylor. Well, the team tried Sean Taylor. That's, yeah. Me too. Okay. Oh, you too. I figured you would be something different. No, hey, Chris, because Chris I said the same here's thing. The thing. I honestly think they tried. Kind of Brandon. I just honestly don't think the fan base is going to embrace anything except what they put in their heads. Right. And they should just yeah. spray painting his, his uh, picture of him, take his helmet off on the top of the dome on the next stadium and be done with it. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they're waiting for something more permanent on the next stadium. Nah. Do I say mean, everybody Brandon shares the statue because JP Finley used the word statue. Yeah. And the team never said statue. They never did. Statue never once came out of the team's mouth. It was Damn you, JP Finley. Installation. Yes. Anybody ever wonder what JP stands for? I'm going to ask him that on Twitter and see if he answers. 
It's JP Stanford. It's like what's the L in Samuel Jackson? Jean Paul. Jean Paul. I don't know. I mean, that's that's what JP, John Paul that's what JP stands Finley. for. That's it now. I don't give a shit what his name is. It's John Paul Finley from now on. Hold on, hold on. I'll bet you he's got a Wikipedia page. Jonathan Paul Finley. Let's call it. No, that. it's John Paul. You gotta John- say it like you French, nigga, like French toast. That's John Paul. Jean Paul Finley. Jean Paul Finley. Jacques Lavoux. Paul Finley. Jacques Paul. Jacques. Jacques Paul. Jacques. Jacques Paul. Aquavius. J.P. Finley does not have. Hey, I had a brother-in-law, my ex-wife, her brother, his name is CJ, and the CJ stands for nothing. It's just CJ. <laughs> so uh, wow, I mean, Because it was Tuesday. Yeah, hey. <laughs> it happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, man. J.P. Well, Finley does not, hold on, does not have a Wikipedia page. Jeremy Paul. Is it? No, it's Jacques. Joseph it's Paul. Jacques. Jacques Paul. Jacques. 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 The award for, well, the team tribe goes to the Sean Taylor Memorial. We'll see how that one turns out later in the season. Perpetuated by Jacques. Yeah. Put Penelope Finley. Ah, I got his name. It's James Patrick. James. Ah, Very anticlimactic, by the way. James James Patrick Finley Jr. Jr. JPJR. Okay. Jimmy Pat. All right, next play, the worst throw of the year. This one was difficult. I really struggled to find the worst throw of the year because there was a lot of bad throws. Um, Phil, this was kind of your category, so I'll let you start this one off. My worst throw of the year, and with um, Taylor Heineke at quarterback, there were a lot of those. But I would say the interception he threw against the Vikings where he had two men open and he threw it to three open Vikings. Ooh, I remember that play now. That was rough. That was rough. Okay. What about you, Dev? You have a nominee for the worst throw of the year? Uh, Yeah, easily. Dak Prescott uh, to uh, Fuller for a touchdown. Worst pass of the year. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's talk about uh, the plays on that. Uh, it was, uh, it was almost a pick six yeah. on one play. Yeah. Doesn't get it. The next play the next right play. after is a daggone pick six. Never yeah. seen that in my life. I have never he seen it either. The exact, it was like a mirror image of the throw right before it. Yeah. It's like, you never uh, you we're going, get that in Madden. If we're okay. going our team, though, that Carson went screen, in, uh, you know, in the Browns game. <laughs> you know, I mean, what? What happened? What's happening right there? Um, Marcus said, I think B. Mitch called J.P. Finley James Patrick one. So it is, it is James Patrick. I still like Jacquez Paul. Jacquez. Junior. So maybe we maybe wrote that. Pentelope. Nathan Perry, Nathan Trevin Stoner from Ref the District says like and subscribe. Thank you, sir, very, very much. We appreciate you joining. 
Chris McDaniel says Jake Paul, <laughs> Jake Paul Finley Jr. Uh, Nate's worth Nathan's worth throw, the one that Cole Turner extended and injured himself. I will say that because Taylor threw it high and got him injured. Taylor, Taylor got a lot of people right. injured. Taylor yeah. threw to the right and threw it high. Now, what did I what did I say about midseason? I said Taylor Heineke misses all of his throws to the right. Yeah. And if you I'm I'm telling you guys, go back and watch. When he misses, he misses worse going middle to right. Deuce. So Dev, did you say the screen pass in the Browns game, Dev? Yes. Because that okay. Deuce said it, Resident Lab said it to you. Carson went screen in the Browns game towards the end, straight to the ground. It's like, what are you throwing at? What are you throwing at? It reminded me of, I don't know, had a little bit Donovan McNabb flavor towards the end of his career when he was on this team. Remember how he would like short balls like 10 yards just straight into the ground? Kind of gave me a little bit of those vibes. So, let me tell you something. Donovan McNabb is single handedly responsible for poor aeration of FedEx field for a decade because he burned all the worms that would have been digging the tunnels underneath to allow that field to aerate. <laughs> sure did. Well, that's two. I think I think we have ourselves an award winner. What was yours? I, the screen gate, the screen pass. I was going to go back to the um, – to the Curtis Samuel triple coverage Vikings ref knocks over Harrison Smith. That was, I mean, that was, that well, was, that you was see, at least he was throwing to somebody in my case, he had two guys open in right in front of him, And he just threw it down yeah. the field. The play you're know, talking I mean, about like, Phil, reminds me in Madden when you're like, Oh, I'm gonna throw it to square and you hit circle and it goes completely wrong. Dude. I was going to pick every pass went through in the giants game. Like you could tell in the giants game, giants as game. soon the, as it started, it was the like Browns the game? outs were going into the ground. The Browns game. Was it the Carson Wentz game where, he, where they replaced uh, no, he he replaced them in the 49ers and balled out. Then started yeah, I'm talking the next, about the game, next game. It was, it was and the then sharded the himself. Browns. He sharded himself the the following game. Okay, so we're all three tied. Like we we all have three different throws. So we need someone in the crowd. Well, actually, Deuce and Dev both said the screen pass. So there's your winner. The worst throw we, of the year. We show highlights, but we like to stay monetized. <laughs> That's right. Goes to. Carson Wentz throwing a screen in the Browns game, then went straight into the ground. Is it bad? Can we do it with no sound? Is that how it works? Is it, is it bad? I recognize our announcement music from what little uh, mobile game that's from. No, that dun 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 dun. I just I don't say it out loud. We gonna get monetized. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea, bro. If you really, if, really if, if if you're someone who plays, you know some of these mobile games that are popular if you read probably play it i play it because my son got me into it if you do know it. what it is drop it in the chat do it do it play it again right. play it again next next category the worst penalty of the year i think we're all gonna have the same ones if you have something different i'd be very happy to hear it but i think we're all gonna have the same exact one phil let's start with you worst penalty of the year. Terry now on the line. Yeah. That's the one. Dev. What? Worst penalty of the year. Mm. I'm also going to go with the Terry a Giants game, end of the game, 
on the line. Oh, yeah, putting his hand out for the, the fucking on the line. I'm good, bro. Yeah, definitely. You good, bro. You good. That definitely wins. That 100% wins. You know, him uh, checking with the ref and saying he's on the line of scrimmage when he wasn't. Yeah. That was lame. Uh, Nathan says the Curtis Samuel no calls right there, too. What? Refresh my memory. Which no call? Oh, no. He's right. That's a good one, too. The the meme that's everywhere that where he's getting bear hugged in the end zone where it should have been. Oh, pass interference. Yeah. yeah I, I, I would have put that, that except for the fact that that was not a penalty and it should have been. Hey, um, these awards can be taken anywhere you I want. I took it as that penalty is, that was actually Nathan, called. Genius. I, I like it. I like it. I like it. That was a good yeah, one. The, the uh, if I yeah. could go back in time, I would have chose that one. I didn't even think of it like that. You know, see, I was thinking thinking too far in. I think my brain went right yeah, in. I was one. thinking both of those. Those were my two. Those yep. two back-to-back plays. Chris McDaniel has the same one. So That's, that's almost two. like the Glock Dookie Award or something. That <laughs> that's just, he did. I did give him the Glock Dookie yeah, Award for that. To, you gave it to the refs. I definitely gave him the Glock Dookie Award for that shit. You, sir, have won a Glock Dookie. <laughs> hey, that's a real Draco, by the way. <laughs> no, it's fake. What are you talking about? It's an airsoft gun. Yeah, that that that's right. I, I yeah, that's that's a good call. Yeah, Giants, the hug meme. Yeah. So we all three said Terry. We had two in the crowd that said the, the hug call. meme. We're kind of torn. If someone else chimes in the next five seconds, we we can give it to that one. But if not, we will give the Moxie Award for the worst penalty of the year to the Terry. Off the line, going once, going twice. The moxie for worst penalty of the year goes to the Terry McLaurin play. Actually, it goes to the referee who signaled to him, "You're good, buddy. You're good." We know he probably had it on the under for the uh, the game, so that's what I'm just gonna say. Yeah, Deuce comes in at a left field with the line of scrimmage. scrimmage. Yeah. All right. Next category is the biggest display of athletic ineptitude. ineptitude. So think about ineptitude. Think about a time where something happened in the game where you're like, "Damn, you're in the NFL. Like you're you're chugging along." Or I, there's probably a, 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 a only one sticks out to me. But which one? Which one sticks out to you, Steve? You want me to go first? Yeah. So I, my I, my. My nominee kidding. for the biggest display of, athlete, in, of ath, athletic ineptitude is at the Chicago Bears game when T- Carson Wentz runs a read option. I swear he was running for like 20 seconds and he only went three yards and then he gets tackled oh. like on the five. If you watch that, I wish, I wish I could show the play, but if you watch that play, I swear he runs for like 20 seconds. It seems like 20 seconds, but he only gains like 2.5 yards and you're He's just moving at slow motion. What to about, me, that's the biggest display of athletic ineptitude. What about Heineke when he can't get a quarterback sneak for inches? That's a good one. There's probably at least 10 of those throughout the year yep. that you could choose from. Okay. So I got Carson Wentz on a read option, the Chicago Bears game. Dev has Taylor Heineke on the numerous up-the-middle quarterback sneaks. Phil, what do you got? I have Bobby McCain covering a deep ball. 
Mm. Man, Bobby McCain wasn't that bad. Y'all gonna quit the Bobby McCain? Bobby slander. McCain, and I'm the worst. Good at it. I was the as worst. As long at it last as the year. play is in front of him, if the receiver ah. gets behind him, he cannot turn man, around. Bobby and McCain run. made more plays than he lost last year for us, man. Bobby McCain was a was a plus positive for us last year. I'm going to give it to him. I I I, I slandered that dude, and I slandered Holcomb all all season before the season started. And when Holcomb wasn't there, man. I missed him. That's fair. So one for Bobby McCain. One for Carson Wentz, read option. And what's (laughs) yours, Phil? Deuce Deuce may have beat us all. Deuce said Dax Milne, every Uh, time he has a uh, 20-yard hole, he gets six yards. I got him for another category coming up. That's actually a good one. Least athletic is what we should call this moxie. There, well, there is one later called the least clutch player, and there's another, yeah, at least, least it's the same thing, least athletic. But so we got Dax Milne. I had Carson Wentz on his giraffe leg running RPO. Dev has Kaylor Heineke. What was yours, Phil? Mine was Bob McCain on covering deep balls. Well, let's come up with let's agree. How about, on how about every time that Thomas tries to block at tight end? <laughs> that's a good that's, one too. That's a good he can't one. Do it. He you can't know, do any, it. Or anytime uh, Martin plays center, like yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, hey, Chris McDaniel has one. Any play Bostic was in, man, that's yes. a good one. Too. These and are all good. Another categories. thing, Bostic played better than what's his face, man. Mayo, like you know, thing is Mayo is cool, like in open field making a tackle. Mayo's cool, but if he ever. Has to make a decision on which hold to attack. Right. Yeah, he's a fucking. So I don't know who to give this award to. Toast. I really don't. Maybe it's a draw. Maybe we don't have a, a, a winner. Unless... I like the Dax Milne one, man. I might have to go with. I, I like Dax Milne too. Yeah, Dax Milne. Is... He's He'll take your chick though. He will take your chick. He will take your chick. Good job, Dax. Good job. Deuce also said Bostic or Mayo checking any any slot guy. Any yeah, slot guy. That'll do it. All right. Most creative play award. Most creative play. We saw a, a variety of, of plays. We did see a lot of them. I mean, even just out the gun in the Jaguars game, we saw a lot. And then they disappeared for about five weeks. The Jags game. Taylor Heineke came back in. Front. The Lions game was too. Yeah. Uh, to me, oh. so I'll start this one off. The I'll, I will. I looked at this one as not a creative play, but a creative set of plays. And I just got to go back to the Jaguars game. the The plays that were called during that game were so creative. We saw Curtis Samuel getting the ball on a jet sweep. Curtis Samuel getting the ball up the middle. We didn't have Brian Robinson, but they used Antonio Gibson as a receiver. Like it was very, very creative. So I'm, I'm binning a bunch of plays into one game and i'm going to say the jaguars play scheme is going to be the most creative play i know there's more but i, I just like that one the most so um phil i turn it over to you armani rogers running a tight end sweep yep against the uh, vikings yeah. i remember that one that's a good out one of the, out of the out of the, out of the uh, quarterback sneak formation right they threw it out to armani no, it was, it was like they just literally handed right? it off to him. It was a jet sweep. Yeah, oh, jet tight end sweep. I thought they were. I thought they yep. were like lined up like they was going to run it over. The that was a good one. It out to Armani. For sure, I, I had that one uh, in my head. There was a yeah. Didn't we try to run that with Endman one time and he got fucked up? With who? 
You remember Enman that was uh, your boy's favorite receiver? Oh, Ellie's favorite receiver? Yeah, Ellie's favorite receiver. Dontrell Inman. Oh, Dontrell Remember Inman we ran that play year. and he got creamed. You never seen him again? That was got, also no, – that um, was – it wasn't Inman. It the was, Liberty, uh, the Liberty product, uh, was, Antonio Gandy-Golden. Uh, no, no, no. Andy Gold got yards. Inman got smacked him back. He got like back 20 in, yards in the, and then got – Yeah, but Inman got, got smacked yeah. behind a line of scrimmage, bro. Inman got smacked up. AGG got smacked out of the league. He got smacked out of a career on that hit. What's up? Nobody picked Gandy Golden up. No, nah, he retired. Oh. He went back to school to finish oh, his yeah, degree. Right. Yeah. Ass, back to class, yeah. man. Um, so yeah, who are we giving this award to? We kind of all, all have kind of three ranging ones. I don't think we have a clear Anybody cut in chat. Anybody in the chat have a questions? Have a have a double up for I just said the whole Jaguar scheme. Phil has the uh, Amani Rogers end around. Dev, I don't know what your nomination was. If we don't have anything, we'll just have to move on because we don't. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna one. go with Armani Rogers. Armani Rogers, so that's two. All I right. remember that one the most. Going once, going twice. The award goes to Armani Rogers end around for the most creative play. All right, next one is the biggest hit. The biggest hit. I don't I wouldn't say we had a ton of memorable. Oh, we had crazy one. Hits. We had we had one. We had one. Unanimous. That really, that really got it. Um, oh yeah, Dev. We'll start with you. It's what is Forest? Forest. The hit. I remember is the hit. What you're talking about. I can't think of the, who he hit though. I got a different. Okay, you have the Derek Forrest. I don't remember what game it was, but it was a game where he he knocked the ball loose, right? And it, yeah, uh, yeah, and ended up winning. Yeah, I don't remember exactly what game that was, but Phil, you and I are probably I thinking the same hit. I'll say suplex. Gut wrench suplex bias. Yes. Jaguars. That's where he got hit. Okay. Uh, Derek Forrest. Phil and I are both on the same page. We say the John Ridgeway suplex. For, was it the first Giants or second? No, I'm sorry. Texans, Texans game. game. Texans game. Where <laughs> totally unnecessary. <laughs> picks. Picks. Oh, it was uh, very necessary. <laughs> picks the dude up. Flips as him someone over. Who played football, as someone who played football and attempted to be a professional wrestler. Um, I got chub over that one. That was uh, yeah, that got me butt sized. Wait a minute, oh, you intended to be a professional wrestler? What was your fucking wrestling name? The Revolting Blob. No, so, I was so. I was I was in decent shape back then. I was about six one, about two fifteen. Um, you know that reference, right? Man, y'all crazy. Yeah. I'm looking at this for Derek. I, I went by, I went by I went by the the ring name of Trent Phoenix. Trent Phoenix sounds like a porn, like an adult, an adult film. Sounds like a gay stunt cock in a gay movie. Sounds like a stunt double in a gay movie. Yeah, well, in 2002 was a good name. I'm Trent Phoenix. I'm sorry, Derek Forrest hitting the Jaguars running back man was the best. It was the best hit. It was. It was a great hit, but it wasn't a suplex. He just lost. He created a turnover. He created a turnover and we won by the touchdown, man. Deuce is going back. Eifler in preseason was probably. I don't remember that one. Then that, that was a bad. I don't know if he's talking about the hit or the last category that we had, which was. No, he was most, talking about the hit. The hit, yeah. okay. Nah, so wait a minute, Phil. Professional wrestler? Yeah, man. Damn right. So got, You got any pictures of that, by the way? Or it didn't happen. Someone, someone, has, like um, someone has video somewhere. 
but this you're talking about Richmond, Virginia, back in 2002. So, so okay. you're telling me that on the next episode when you do the intro, you gotta do it in your wrestling. Yep. Room, so, so no, what's the what's name? Has it. Gay Trent Phoenix, Phoenix sounds his... like VHS <laughs> under the mattress movie flick. It sounds Trent... like the one that we used to double record and sell for for five dollars. Trent in, Phoenix in sounds like store. he sells mattresses. <laughs> Come yeah. on down to Trent Phoenix. Mattresses and <laughs> his love stick in a movie. Come on down. <laughs> we got the best mattresses in town. Trent Phoenix. All right, so we got we have two for the suplex and only one for the Derek Forrest. I don't think we have any other nominees. So the biggest hit goes to John Ridgway and his suplex of Damian Pierce in the Texans game, fellas. That was actually in my move set too. That gut right suplex. That was one of the moves I actually hit on people. So that's why I was like so like, oh my god, he did it perfectly in a football game. Because I'm like, that's not that that's a move that like literally. Normally, if you're in a ring, you gotta get someone to cooperate because you're literally lifting them up by their gut. Like you got your arm yeah. around their gut and you're lifting them up. You got to turn over and drop them. Hey, Trent Phoenix sounds like a superhero on the on the on the uh, WB. <laughs> WWB. Racist fucking ass wrong. <laughs> but still, man. Hello, my darling. Hello. Don't watch the colors make you laugh. It's like WB basically. All right, next Black category. Go to die. Most memorable <laughs> moment of the 2023 season. Most memorable moment. This one's pretty vague. So it can go any any a multitude of ways. So mm -hmm. Phil, let's start with you. Most memorable moment of 2023. Defeating the NFC champion Philadelphia Eagles. That was and my handing, number two. Handing Jalen Hurts his only loss as a starter this season. Yep. His ass doing it. We did it. We did it. Is that, is that the Trent uh, Dallas voice? No. But this is me. <laughs> this is, this is, look, y'all can't tell. I mean, God, I, mean, I cut promos on here all the time. But we did it. When Dallas. It was us. Was it the Giants. When the 49ers is awesome. Dev, most Let's memorable play of, or sorry, most memorable moment of 2023. I would say honestly, the the how start his only start of the year, the last game of the year. I think that's the that's a good one. That's the most memorable. That's the game that I think has the most importance going into next year. In my opinion, that's the game yeah. everybody's going to look at when they're talking about next season. That's the game everybody's going to see, going to look back at their quarterback and say, "This is where it started." So I'm going with the uh, with the how start. It's the game. It's the game that's basically they're giving the him start. QB one for yeah going into next season. Do says the pain tip left hand up to Fuller end zone pick beating the Eagles. That, that kind of lines with actually Phil. that was beating the Falcons. Yeah, it was beating the Falcons. We beat the shit out of the Eagles. We didn't need to. I'm sorry. These could be two separate moments in one. I probably could have just read it wrong. Oh, okay. Maybe. My maybe most memorable moment is not a positive one. Mine is when Ron Rivera said after the loss to the Cleveland Browns that he didn't know his team could be eliminated after losing to the Browns. That's why he started Carson Wentz. <laughs> that is my most memorable moment. So, okay. So Deuce was saying that was his number. I really two. did. So, we have mine, which is Ron didn't know we could be eliminated. We have Dev, 
with the uh, Sam House start, and we have Phil with the basically beating the Eagles. So it sounds like you and you and Deucer kind of on the prime same page. time. In prime time. So I think we have ourselves a victor. Most memorable moment was beating the NFC champions, Philadelphia Eagles, which is cool. DH says, under the matter tape is crazy. That's Trent Phoenix for the you, worst, man. The worst, part needs to ever, the worst part is is that hey. when I was doing this, is back when people had VHS tapes. You know what, Phil? From this day I think forward, that's just called porn. You're, just, you're Trent Phoenix to me. What kind of outfit did you have on? Yeah, you got to change your name on here to Trent Phoenix. <laughs> nah, I used, to, I, used to, I used to wrestle in jeans, are, man. You were, Trent, you were a gene wrestler. Ah, uh, you were like Stone Cold and Undertaker and shit. <laughs> nah, well, yeah, but that was. I remember it was O two. So like, you got like Rob Van Dam, bro. Though, you know, <laughs> hey, you Trent know Phoenix is up there with like Lance Storm and yeah. you know, was Bobby Laser. What was that? Uh, what was that? Uh, on a on a fucking American Gladiators. Nah, on a on a what's that movie with? Fuck, Dirk Diggler. You know what I'm talking about? The fucking Boogie Nights. Boogie Nights. What was his character on there when they were him and old dude was uh trying to do the little movies and shit? I do not remember. He was Dirk Diggler. Brock, Brock Landers. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Deuce, Landers. Deuce says Val Venus. Right, his name was his name was uh Brett uh Brock Chesterwell or uh, Brock Brock Chesterwell or some shit like that. Man. Hello, lady. Brock Chesterwell. Shout Rock out Chesswell. to Trent Phoenix. I could do some Val Venus promos. Val Venus. <laughs> Hello, fucking, lady. Who was better though, Val Venus or fucking uh, Rav- uh Ravishing Rick Rude? Oh, Rick Rude. Rick, Rick Rude. Rude show, he had like a a 15 <laughs> What What else you get Mississippi fat hog oh, women out here? <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? This is crazy, son. What I like right so now. wives and throwing them back in the crowd and shit. For all you fat, out of shape, high rolling Atlantic City sweat hogs, keep the up. noise down as I take off my robe and give the ladies a look at the sexiest man alive. Hit my music. <laughs> Ravishing Rick Rude. Don't Woo! copyright us. That was that was off the hey, cuff. Hey man, the God, hey, the Godfather of this whole trip. Back when you could actually say ho on national TV, man. That was like that was pretty cool. He walk out in the ring with the hoes. <laughs> DT, the Godfather and DH and his, his hoe train. There you go. A light of fatty <laughs> for this pimp daddy. Ho's been winning for since 1980, man. He knew it. All right, next category, the most inspirational moment of the year. I have a feeling we'll probably all navigate towards the same one. So, Phil, let's start with you. Brian Robinson, enough said. Dev. What? The most inspirational moment of the year. I was like, what is going on? Um, Inspirational moment? I'm going to go Brian Robinson coming back in week the Bears game. That's too easy, man. Right, that is man. too easy. What other inspiration do you is there? Taylor Heineke being the being being the Moxie Madness man he is. I don't know. Man. I'm gonna go. Yeah. B Rob running out to many. Yeah, it has it has to be that, I guess. Yeah. That's I it. mean it has to be that, that one. That's an easy one. Most inspirational moment of the year goes to B Rob. Coming back from getting shot in the leg, five, 
five. You should have came out the eight round, though. Six, you only get one shot. Little eight mile, little eight mile action. Miles you know, you know. knees weak. <laughs> 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 oh man hey well, we got the super bowl coming up and uh we just want to give you guys an opportunity that you should take before super bowl sunday peep what's up command this fam are you ready for the biggest sunday in sports DraftKings sportsbook an official sports betting partner of super bowl 57 has all the super bowl action you need new customers can bet just five dollars and get 200 in bonus bets instantly Plus, all customers can get in on the Super Bowl 57 excitement with DraftKings Happy Hour Super Boosts. Check the DraftKings Sportsbook app every day between 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to see what prop bet will be boosted. Me personally, I like the Eagles at minus one and a half. I'm taking the under at 51 points, and I like Travis Kelsey to be an anytime touchdown scorer. That's right. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. That's Tango Papa Papa November. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And we back. Yeah, the line is minus 1.5 for Philadelphia, if you haven't already noticed. That's crazy. Man, Philadelphia's going to be the shit out of I'm taking minus 1.5 Philly. I'm taking the under at 51, and I'm taking Travis Kelsey for any time touchdown score. That's crazy. I thought the, the, the Chiefs would be favorites, but. Why would you think the Chiefs Philly? would be favorites? Because they're playing Patrick four, Mahomes. They're playing four rookie defensive backs. They're last in the NFL in receiving touchdowns against. That, you know, and have, I don't like the bet against Patrick Mahomes. They're in the league in touchdowns. You know, they can't stop the run like the against Patrick Mahomes. Like, it's over, though. Like, they can only pass to win. And the Eagles have the best pass defense. And it's one of the best pass defense in NFL history right now. I don't yeah, They have they were four guys that's going to Pro like, Bowl. Oh, they got Pro Bowl nods, man. And the best one is a slot guy who didn't get the Pro Bowl nod. They have yeah. five guys that got 10 plus sacks. And four defensive backs made the Pro Bowl. And, the, and, and Kansas City don't run. Sounds like a blowout to me. I'm just saying. I know we, we're not going to see each other again before the game. So, sounds like a, I'm just calling it now. Blowout. 30-point win, Eagles. It's happening. I love Mahomes, man. He's the GOAT. He's going to be the He's GOAT. GOAT. He's going to be the GOAT, um, man. I will, bet, I will bet in favor of Patrick Mahomes until Patrick Mahomes gives me a reason not to. He's giving you one every year for I'm the last three years. Chief, <laughs> I'm about. taking the Chiefs for the win. He's Chiefs lost, for the win. He's lost in the playoffs every year for the last three years. What are you talking about? He's giving you a bunch of reasons not to believe he's going to win in the big game. He's giving you a bunch of them. He's been yeah. to two Super Bowls already and won one of them. All right. So what's he been playing? Four years? Four years? Five years? Four, five years in, four years playing, right? Yeah. All right, so the other two he lost in the playoffs. Okay, he like has one Super Bowl though, so he lost three times in the playoffs. This is Mahomes' second Super Bowl. Third, yeah, but third, it, what's third. Yeah, one, oh, one, yeah. lost one. Well, one, yeah, one, lost one, 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 lost one. But I'm saying one, he, one. that's a loss though. Yeah. So I, I, I don't think it'll be his fault, but ain't nothing you can do, man. Like if you, the Eagles know you're going to pass, man. It's like throwing deer meat in the shark shark water. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no yeah. way. You're gonna beat. Win can't that. Stop the, we know they can't stop the run. Yeah, yeah. 
DH says our new OC gonna scheme 24-17 over the Sheagles. Ain't next no way year. he comes here to offer hey the Colts are gonna offer him the job, man. They're gonna offer him head coach. The really? Colts are gonna offer him head coach, man. Oh, don't say that. I'm telling you that's don't gonna happen. That. The well, we have plenty of OC talk moving forward. Let's get back to our awards. Least cut clutch player. I'll start this one off. So for me, the least clutch player, Dax Milne. Anytime we think we needed some field flipping, we needed some just a return of like a little bit. I feel bit like of I got beaten on the coochie smuggler, bro. <laughs> I'm uh, going the least clutch player on this team for 2023 is Dax Mo Fun Mill. Dak the coochie smuggler, definitely. Yes. I don't think so, man. He's he doesn't drop guns, man. You okay. I got one. Bill, who's your least clutch player of 2020? I got a guy who is so clutch he didn't even make it to the end of the season. William Jackson the third. Ooh. That Single handedly being removed made our defensive backfield so much better. Yeah. How not clutch are you? that your removal from the team makes an entire unit of the defense infinitely better. That was like when Landon Collins was out last year. The defense got better, and then they brought him back and put him inside and continued the trend. Yeah. Dev, do you have a least clutch player of 2023? Uh, I'm going Noel. It seems like every big game he had a Yo, horrible, that was my number two. That was my number horrible two. Horrible play. Like, he would he would just let something happen. You know, um, yeah, probably him. I was I was on the fence with Joey Sly though, bro. Really? Yeah, he misses a lot of extra points. I feel like or some shit. Was he like also he came in. He was also. Here's the funny thing: we all like dog Sly, and he was the NFC Special Teams Player of the Month. Well, I'm talking about. I'm talking about like you remember like the reason Jack a uh, reason a uh, uh, Ron went for two is because he didn't trust the fucking kicker, man. There for like a small stretch, you couldn't fucking trust Joey Sly, man. Yeah, I, it was it was bad. Consistent, but he had clutch moments. William Jackson the third, all he did was ever get burnt or commit a pass interference penalty. Trey Turner had, by the way, uh, Trey Turner had that one horrible game, but he was okay after that. He was like, all right, okay, combine like okay. Nick That's Martin. Nick Martin. Uh, Martin probably, Mick Martin probably could win this man. Because we was my number our, two. Uh, token alpha change. Snap the ball like the most fundamental. The, the thing that makes you a center is snapping the ball. You know what I'm saying? All the centers, non-clutch. We yeah. got <laughs> DH is Scott Turner, also man, a fair. Ding ding a- ding! Dontrell <laughs> wins, bro. You won. Complete opposite. You won, dog. Clutch. The defense rest. I have no argument. You Dude won. says Trey Turner, Norwell, Cosme, all the centers. Nah, man. Basically the whole old line. I would I would nah, navigate it's, that it's to Scott Trey Turner, Turner man. Norwell. Scott Turner, Scott Turner Wood, man. He's right. Absolutely. Not, not well. a player. We're gonna call player. Norwell not well. No. Well. <laughs> oh, no well. More like a no well. <laughs> More like not well. That's up yeah. there with Trent Phoenix, man. Nah, not forgetting Trent that stands alone, man. You got tag team partner, bro. <laughs> My tag team partner. I was I, had, I was in a couple tag team matches. I mean, I had a grand total of about twenty one matches. What was your tag team name? I had a Hit Squad. <laughs> <laughs> the Hit okay. Squad. Hit Squad, man. It was me and and my and my, my buddy Kurt, um, who's been in the chat a couple what's times. His, what's his Habit? name? Habit? What's his wrestling yeah. name? 
he used he used to go out there. Uh, he first went out there. He just went by the name Furio because he was a big uh, fan of The Sopranos. Mm-hmm. Furio, Foodio. Yeah. Let me tell you something though. Let me tell you something about. Java, did anybody have gimmicks like The Undertaker and shit? No, nah, this is all indie wrestling back in the early 2000s. Everybody was trying to be like real. Dude says, where's but, the tape? I got to see it. Hey, that's content, Phil. Find the footage so we can post it. I will yeah. I will hit up I will hit up this guy, Jay, who used to run the whole thing, see if he still got Those the tapes from 20 years yes. ago. Dude, I want to wrestle now, man. I, I just want to be but, a manager like Bobby the Brain Heenan. The here's shit, the crazy you know thing. Here's the crazy thing, all right? <laughs> I want to be like Black Paul Bear. If you've watched enough wrestling, you know what a moonsault is, right? You know what a moonsault is? Moonsault? You know what a moonsault is? No. It's a basically you go to the top rope and you backflip and you know chest to chest splash the guy that you're hitting, right? Yeah. Kurt at the time was six three and about two eighty five, right? He was the only person I would trust to do that, and he could hit picture perfect. Like he was way bigger than me. But he was way more athletic than I was. I wasn't like terribly athletic. I don't, know. I I don't want some hairy ass man with no shirt on sweating on me, man. I couldn't do it. Yeah, well, when you got when you look, we used to perform in in like high school gyms and bars, like that's where we our our stuff was at, right? And I got a funny story about an incident at a bar with Kurt getting clocked in the head with the wrong beer mug. Oh man, <laughs> he um. It was supposed to be like a sugar glass mug because he got one of those from the props department at VCU down in Richmond because he was in the theater program there. So he could get to the props department. Like, oh, this is great. Give it to this. He's like, he's like, you know, we told the guy who was going to smash him with it. Hey, grab the mug from the guy with the red hat. Right. I took a bump. I'm down on the ground. I'm down on the mat. Perfect to watch Kurt take this smash, right? Because this is going to be like the big moment because it was like just this big brawl at the end of the night, main event stuff, just everybody, you know, break out the hardcore shit. All of a sudden, I see the mug in the guy's hand hits Kurt in the head, and you just hear this really sickening thunk, and it cracked, and it broke some, and I just, I'm like, but that, that was not the right sound. That's not what that's a sound like. It should, it should shatter. It should be like, psh. It says, oh. I was like, "Oh, yeah, man, this could only be real... two ways." Watch it. What happened was he grabbed the guy. We went to the guy like, "Why didn't you grab the right mug?" He goes, "I went to the guy," and, and we're like, "He's like, what are you That's talking about?" Guy, to we're like, "Who'd you go to?" He goes, "I went to that redheaded guy in the front row." <laughs> he grabbed a beer mug from a guy with red hair instead of a guy with a red hat. So he grabbed the wrong beer mug and just. Clocked him, man. Dude, the, the wrong dude was probably like, "It's really real. It's real. <laughs> it's really real." Well, I'll really tell you real. what. I mean, Kurt, we're pick, we we pulled a shard of glass out of Kurt's forehead. Oh man! <laughs> like he, he like, for like, like I saw him. His eyes are open. Nobody's home. Lights are on. Nobody home. It was just. Oh, I was. And I'm like, I can't even go down and see if the dude's okay because I gotta sell the fact that I just got knocked. You know, with a double a right Rourke. to the back of the head. Hold on, wrestling's fake. Was Mickey Rourke there by any chance? <laughs> and the auntie on right. Spider Man. Let's fine. get back to these awards here. We have a few left before we finish up here. Least clutch player. You I said going nowhere. I said I got you for three. Dax Milne. What? Are, what are you guys saying for least clutch player? Dev. I still say one? William Jackson. Well, William Jackson. That's fair. Oh, I forgot what I said. 
I don't know what you said either. You said Norwell. You said all the offensive lines. No, I agree. No, I agree. I agree. Scott Turner. Scott Turner. Scott Turner. Scott Turner. He won, man. The least clutch player from all. I think that's it. That the the Yays have it. Least clutch player. He's not really a player, but he's calling play. So there's six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Scott Turner gets the least clutch player. Motherfucking Turner. All right, we had a couple categories that are very similar. I don't think we're going to hit those up because they're almost exactly the same. We had at least athletic player. That's almost like the athletic ineptitude. We also had I'm going um, cheeseman on that, spectacular tackle, which is almost like biggest hit. So I, I think we'll go to the most unsung hero of the I'm year. I'm going to surprise you. Most unsung hero of the year. I'm going to surprise you. Dev. Taylor Haneke. Taylor Heineke. Yeah, for sure, man. Hey, wow. back on quarterback, won some games, got the mojo going. I give him props, man. Other than that, terrible job, kid. He was on the Pat McAfee show today. I'm I tw- I, that if, if you're on Twitter, I, I go go check out Command This. But I think we posted it was posted in the our uh, Twitter DM group too. Yeah. But this. on the Pat McAfee show, he was on there and he just hyped up. Sam Howell. It hyped me up listening to what he was talking about, Sam Howell. He was like, dude was a first-round talent the year before. And then, um, but yeah. Okay, so Dev is nominating Taylor Heineke as the unsung hero of the year. I would have given it to him in 2020. Not so much this year. Phil, who's your unsung hero of the year? I want to say Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel? Okay. Let me explain. Right. I like Curtis though. That's why that's why that's one of my favorite players, by the way. We talk so much about our wide receivers. He's the third guy mentioned every time. Yet he was second on the team in receptions. He ran the ball effectively. He was a multi-purpose player, you know, total Swiss Army knife kind of guy. But he still got overshadowed by Terry. And Jahan would get more burn. In terms yeah. of, oh my God, he's so great. You didn't get that kind of same hype for Curtis Samuel. Like, oh yeah, Curtis could do a lot of things too. But if you look at the numbers, he was very productive. A lot more productive than you may realize. So I would say Curtis Samuel, unsung hero. Curtis Samuel, okay. So, so Phil has Curtis Samuel as the unsung hero. Dev, who did you have again? Moxie. Taylor Heineke. I'm going with Derek Forrest. Derek Forrest is my unsung hero of the year for 2023. I, I, just I don't know. He, I, I, I thought he was sung pretty highly. He was sung pretty highly, but I I took this category as someone who we didn't, you know, truly expect to be, like flourish, but he played so well this year and, you know, 54 solo tackles, four interceptions, nine pass deflections, two forced fumbles. That kid was balling out of control. To me, he's my unsung hero of 2023. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what anyone else says in the chat. We have about 30 seconds before we'll close this one out. Who is your unsung hero of 2023? Help us figure this out. I got Derek Forrest. Dev has Taylor Heineke. My memory's terrible. Phil has Curtis Samuel. You easily could put Jeremy Reeves in there. You could put Jeremy Reeves. Also, also played extremely well on special All teams. pro, Will. All pro. DH says, Defoe definitely didn't expect his production. Yeah, I don't think anybody did, man. 
battled some injuries last year. Deuce saying Ridgeway, unsung hero. That's another good one, too. Ridgeway was up there for me. Yeah. But in the absence of more comments, myself and, 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 and DH, we have Defoe. So I guess the award goes to Derek Forrest. Sorry, I missed I had thought of name. another name right before you did that. Who, 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 who? Jamin Davis. Jamin Davis. Yeah, Jamin Davis played. Yeah, he played. He had a great year. A lot of people yeah, had already yeah, written yeah, him off. Year. He was already I love me some Jamin Davis. Put on him. We'll give him a we'll give him a consolation prize. Look at the clap. Jamin, Jamin Davis played very well. You know, a lot of pressure on him as the 19th overall pick uh, two years ago. And I feel like he's picking it up. And I think feel like was it next year will be year three? Year three, he's just he's just gonna continue, continue to go up. You know what I'm saying? Uh, DH is saying most improved, Jamin Davis. Yeah, we, we didn't have a category for most improved. We probably should have did that. Let's just do it now. Most improved player. Anyone have an Jamin any, Davis? Any person in, besides Jamin Davis? Dev, do you have a most improved player? Hmm. Outside um, of Jamin I'm going St. Juice. Ooh. I think he was, I think he was a border. You know, uh, he his last year, his first year rather here. He was supposed to look like he might have been a, a player for us, and he got hurt the concussions and didn't play. Um, then this year when he got the plan, man, he became our best corner. So yeah. um, I'm going to go with him. I, I don't trust his injury history going forward, but, hey, you know. Uh, DH is going with Deron Payne as the most Deron Payne was already player. good. That was a first-round pick. Can't be most was he? He was good, but what he wasn't as good this year. He was our second, was probably second best player last year. On defensive them, line, them, for our second best player this year. Them guys in the contract years, up. man. They like Montez Sweat. This coming all year is gonna all out. out. Watch Montez get like twenty sacks. It's coming. Just wait. It's coming. No, no white blizzard. I will take it. <laughs> I will take it. I will take it. It's coming. It. All right. Final category of the year. Unless we as a collective group come up with any other ones. Phil, this was off the cuff. We didn't have this one before. Moxie Man of the Year. Final category for the command this 2023 inaugural the Moxie. Who was the Moxiest? Who was the Moxiest of all the Moxies of the Moxies of 2023 for the Washington Commanders? Phil. Derek Forrest. Derek Forrest, Moxie uh, Man of the Year. Nominee for Phil. Low round draft pick. Look at defense and offense. Really, really good safety who, you know, was the spearhead of that defensive backfield, you know, forcing turnovers, getting hits. We didn't expect that. We weren't looking for that. And he comes out here and he says, nah, nah, nah. I'm going to show you how good I could be. And you should not have counted me out after last year. Boom. 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 Down. Derek Forrest. By the way, Down. who? Uh, I, I agree with that. that. That's mine also, Derek Forrest. I, I can't go against it. Uh, for all the reasons you said, Derek Forrest uh, was, was went from something to nothing, man. Uh, he did it yeah. with guts. Uh, he's out there playing his butt off, man. Uh, you know, single deep safety, in a box safety, guarding in the slot sometimes. He was doing it all. So I'm going to give it to him, man. Derek Forrest, you are the moxiest of moxies. DH is going Taylor Heineke. I agree. That was that was that would have been my second choice, man. Deuce is going Dax Milne, the ladies' man. 
You gotta Moxie go Taylor. Is subjective. So Moxie is whatever. There's a Webster's Dictionary Man. definition of Moxie. Taylor has no physical talent, bro. And he seems Monty to win Montez six, seven from games Facebook said number four, staying. Let's go. Just kidding. What's up? Of course, DH is poking fun at Deuce. Monty said, I picked Derek Ford also and number four. Me, I'm going number four, Taylor Heineke. That dude, we created this word for him. Yeah. There's except for the fact that he's got doesn't have Moxie anymore. He has Pixie Dust. And well, you know that what? Was I will Monday take Moxie night over Pixie Dust any day. Pixie Derek. Dust. So I'm saying Taylor Heineke is the Moxie man of the year for 2023. We had Moxie Mondays when he became the starter for this team, whether we won, when we won, we had Moxie Mondays. I'm picking Taylor Heineke. You know they're going to call Hal Moxie. The first time he makes a scramble play, no. five yards, they're going to say no. he has Moxie. Hal just has ability. He's just He just has ability. They're going to say it's Moxie. In this term, I believe you have the Howler ability. The you, can, you can overcome the adversity of not having the – Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest. We're all adults here. Moxie means white. <laughs> Listen. I mean, I'm just saying. Hey, 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 don't I'm call just it. saying. We, you we ever heard somebody category. say, oh, man, look at Lamar Jackson. He has listen, Moxie. Listen, 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 listen. We will have a podcast topic in the offseason, okay? It'll be called the All Moxie Pod, okay? We'll hey, be doing another word show. Trust me. All white fantasy football it, team. One time. You know, it's, it's already happening. It's already happening. You talk about Moxie. I, I'm glad they brought impossible. this up. Do you know who I always thought was a guy who defined the word, you know, Moxie, high motor, great Cole, effort Cole guy? Beasley, Julian Edelman, Ryan Kerrigan. Oh, Ryan Kerrigan. <laughs> Mr. Skin and Bones right now. He's so yeah. thin. Ryan Kerrigan does not look like he played defensive end in this league no, right now. But you know what? He doesn't have to keep the weight on, so good for him. Nah, nah. He's smart. Yeah. All right, so we have Phil and Dev said Defoe. I said I, Taylor Heineke. I think DH said Taylor Heineke, but Monty said Derek Force. So that's three to two. Moxie Man of the Year for 2023 does not go to Taylor Heineke. It goes to Defoe. Derek Forrest. Yeah. We get, we, we, we're giving it to Derek Forrest, man. Um, I think of Doug so, Flutie, by the way, when I think of Moxie, man. Doug Flutie. Yeah. He's the king of Moxie. Doug Flutie, for sure. The little. You know who actually had, 10, you, you say had a lot of Moxie back in the day was Brian Mitchell. Yeah. Yeah. Francisco, uh, Frank, uh, what's the name? He used to play, coach, uh, used to re- uh, play quarterback for uh, San Fran. Jerry Garcia. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, though. Jeff that's what Garcia. I'm talking about, though. Jeff Garcia. Yeah, Jeff Garcia. Not Jeff, the, Garcia. Not Jeff Garcia. Yeah. I never liked him, and then I heard him mic'd up, and then I really didn't. God, like it him. sounds like this. Let's go get hey, a box. He was smashing, smashing yeah. playmates. One final thought, fellas, before we close out. Last topic. We'll spend like two minutes on and we'll close out. So it's been one year after 2 22 where they announced the commanders and rolled everything out. Real quick, and for those in the chat, what's your thoughts so far? We're one year into this rebrand. I, I don't see us going back, new owner or not. We are who we are. We are who we thought we are. Well, How do y'all feel about just everything? You know, we folded the Redskins, became the Washington football team, transition, and then we launched the Commanders. So, Phil, I'll start with you. Just real quick, 30 seconds. How do you feel about the one-year anniversary of 2222 overall? 
Well, I mean, I didn't throw any parties or anything, but uh, I am perfectly fine with the name. I'm perfectly yeah. fine with it. Yeah. Look, is it the greatest name in the world? No. I had the same opinion as I had said now. It is a perfectly acceptable name for this team. You know, I like the fact that Don Trell says the best. We got an organic, organic fan chant and fan move with the left hand up. Right. Hey, hey, that deserves a Moxie itself award. Left hand up guys. You should send a Moxie award to the left hand up guys, bro. Yeah. They did yeah, have but, a uh, genuine fan experience. I mean, you know, they are they had the most moxie of all the fans because they did that. Well, they did that at a time that this fan base was not nearly as on board with the name as they are now. Yeah, people got on board yeah. with the name. A lot of people did with the left hand up, and everybody's like, "It's corny," but it's supposed to be corny. Is it? That's not a team fight song that isn't corny. It's no. not one, man. They're all they're all a little zany, a little nutty. You know what I'm saying? Nutty, a little corny. You know, I mean, they're all what, like what's that. different? I mean, would you rather go fly, Eagles fly? The oh. only the only dope one is black and yellow. And that's the only song I know of that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah, know, because somebody else shout did out it. To Wiz, by the way. Yeah. That's the only it's song so I know. Like I like As we kick the music on. I mean, nobody even knows that Lil Wayne did green and yellow. Black and yellow was dope. Tripping. I don't know none of the words. I just, yeah, 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 yeah. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow. Dev, what's your what's your take on the two two twenty two? How how do y'all feel? DH Deuce Monty, you're still around. Yeah, I love the name by the way. I like the name, and uh, I don't love it. I like it. You know, I love the Redskins, but you know, I like. I actually like the Washington football team more. But yeah. I'm cool with Commanders, man. We're minorities. Phil, Phil does not agree with us in that boat. We are we are two to one in that that respect. We're like Red Wolves a little. <laughs> it fits perfect with Sam Howell. Yeah, like, yeah the Howell. The Wolf theme park. The Wolf, they need to do like the stadiums like, Such uh, like all Pro 2K used to do, you know, in immersive stadiums. Amazon Field at RFK. Can see it now. Yeah. Can see it now. Well, are you guys we, watching Ant-Man next week? If it's on uh, No, Disney I'm Plus. talking about the movie theater, man. Nah. And the Ant-Man. I will be Romania. in Loudoun County next week. Where, what are y'all doing for Valentine's Day for y'all ladies since uh, that's coming up? I'm telling y'all, talking to y'all about it. Not sure yet. Got some. Got a few gifts. I got three kids, so we, <laughs> we got to do something all together as a family, so we haven't figured that out yet. Damn, you gotta do Valentine's Day with the family. That's terrible. I mean, That's we a, do, sounds like a terrible time, Steve. It's not like you could just, I could just take my wife and go out to a great day. Babysitters are hard to find. Yeah. So, to us, a, a, a perfect night is like sitting outside, having some drinks, a little bonfire. Kids are just beating the piss out of each other in the backyard. And it that's that's fun to us. I feel bad. I feel, night was I a perfect bad. night for that, too. Yeah. I feel bad because I'm just gonna break out the sex swing. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. <laughs> that's my go to move, buddy. You know. <laughs> now I got reservations at an Italian restaurant, all that good stuff. So yeah, we're gonna go to Rafferty's and Sex Wing. That's it. So when we meet next week, I mean, it, it will be past Valentine's Day, so we'll have to have a Valentine's Day recap, especially with Trent Phoenix. I want to know how it goes. Trent Phoenix, I'm not gonna let you. You know what? Aka the Sex Cannon. Shout out to Trent Phoenix 
Phil's alter ego. <laughs> we're never going to win down. This podcast brought to you by those two infamous words. Booyah! And shout that, was out catch, to, that was a catchphrase, Booyah! That was one I tried out. You stole that, man. That's not the original catchphrase. No, BC, no. They always said, I got two words for you. Mine was... This pro, as I, I would say, it's I gotta edit. make you some intro music now. And, and those words were brought to you by those two infamous words. Booyah! We getting Trent, motherfucking Phoenix on the podcast as a guest, bro. We getting intro music and everything. We're gonna get him on here, man. Got right. a belt. My intro music. My intro music was Triumph by Wu Tang Clan. Oh, oh shit. Ooh. Good song. <laughs> I gotta see the videos of this shit. Shout out to Deuce, Chris McDaniel, DH, Monty, Nathan Perry from Ref the District. Uh, smaller crowd tonight, but thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. We appreciate y'all uh, for this award show. I know it'll probably get picked up picked up a lot more on the, the replay on YouTube, but please go like and subscribe to the channel. Also, you can find this podcast on any of your major audio yes. podcast platforms. Um, just Google it. We're out there. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Odyssey, you name it. We're on there. This will be posted around midnight tonight. So we appreciate you. Do says shout out to that mattress. Trent Phoenix and DHL said the mattress tape chronicles. That's right. I think I kept mine under the couch in the basement, which is pretty risky because that's where everyone operated out of. So, yeah, shame on me. You ever know when you get caught with the bad VHS tapes? You could hide them for years and never, your parents <laughs> never find it. You know where you get caught at? We're in the damn VCR, bro. That's Every a, time. Yeah. Another funny story. Kurt came home, came home from college one time and his mom had cleaned up his old bedroom. And he went tough to his, he was like, oh, I'm going to find out where everything is. Opens up his top drawer, and right there is one of his VHS tapes. And it, was called, it was called Finally Fucked. Oh, oh gross. Dude, Those are the best ones that were named like, out the real movies, like Schindler's Fist. He stops, <laughs> he stops. This dude's already white, and he goes. What's eating Gilbert's taint? <laughs> he goes, ghost white. And then his mom's like, oh, yeah, I put away those tapes for you, too. I'm like. Uh, <laughs> right, y'all got any shout outs before we close it down? Any shout outs? Uh, shout out to the, the finally fucked tape. No. Um, <laughs> I saw the VHS tape one time called That's a Nice Vagina. That was the name of it. We're after 15 minutes. I guess we're okay. <laughs> but, but that's weird. I- <laughs> Shout out to really badly named porn compilations. Yeah. Um, shout out to everybody who joined us. Shout out to everybody who's followed us all season. Season's about to come to an end. But uh, that doesn't mean we're going to come to an end. We're going to be bringing that off-season content for you. And this is where it gets really fun. Because now, we're not just talking about the team. We're going to talk about whatever else we want to talk about. So we can talk about VHS mattress tapes. We can talk about professional wrestling. We can talk about drinking. We can talk about movies. Uh, we can talk about everything. This is where the podcast gets fun. We're going to keep you entertained and informed and enlightened. Because that's what we do. That's what we do. What you got, Dev? Let's close this out. Uh-oh. Am I froze? Nope, we got you. Okay. A shout out to um, 
this DLSR way over my head for that. Thanks for that. But I also want to shout out because we just learned that our famous co-host Phil is a wrestler. And I'm gonna have so much fun with that for the rest of our careers doing this Trent shit. Phoenix. Trent, Trent Phoenix, dog. Yeah. What what would your wrestling name be, Steve, if you were a wrestler? Me? I don't know. Not a Mr. Not Fiji. A... Nah, <laughs> that was racist. Ricky that the was Dragon racist. Steamboat. I knew it was racist as soon as I got the Fuji part out. I was like, damn it, it's racist. That was racist, man. I'm sorry. I apologize. Don't cancel me. Raiden. Raiden. <laughs> Sean Lee. Jesus. That's right. I call Jesus. That's my wrestling name. You know? Hey, if you made it this far, thank you so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you. We, you know, Shout we love to do to the banter on the show. Yes. Shout out to Jeezy. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, we have reduced our show our, our, down to one one live stream and, and maybe some off uh, pre-recorded content. So uh, please stay tuned for that next week. Uh, we appreciate you tuning into this award show. This is the first for us. Hopefully we make the next one bigger. So as always, we appreciate you guys. Stay tuned. Peace. And hail. We out. Cheers. <laughs>